And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we are back with yet another episode of the Startup Hustle podcast. Today's episode of Startup Hustle is sponsored by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably, and we are very grateful to them. I'm Lauren Conaway, founder and CEO of Innovate Her KC, and today we have with us kind of a hero of mine. Uh, Dr. Michelle Robin is Chief Wellness Officer with Your Wellness Connection, um, extremely active within the community. She has a foundation. She's written books, um, but she's really just an expert in something that's really important right now, which I think would be mental health and wellness and taking care of yourself. And, you know, particularly during stressful times, that is absolutely crucial. So I'm, I'm thrilled to have Dr. Michelle Robin here with us today. Welcome to the show. Lauren, thanks for having me. And gosh, I'm humbled by your introduction. Um, it's nice to always be somebody's Shiro. I know I have many of them. So thank you for that. And I love the work you're doing with Innovate Her. So thank you for championing that message and celebrating women. Oh, well, gosh, thank you so much. Um, you know, you all, you amazing women make it super easy. So, so thank you for that. Well, so, so let's, let's just hop right into it. I, I'm really intrigued. I want to hear more about your story. So why don't you tell us you know, a little bit about what you do and how did you get here? What, what's your journey been like? Well, it's been, it's been a fascinating journey, much like everybody else. I, you know, it's so fun to get to do consultations and learn people's story. And, uh, you know, I got hurt playing basketball at the age of 15. My mom took me to the hospital. Nothing was broken. I'm from a small town, Parsons, Kansas is where I went to high school, kind of lived all over, but that's where I ended up uh, for high school. Yeah, I got hurt um, by my friend Wes Hendricks. We were playing in gym class and um, got shoved into the bleachers. Uh, started such a wonderful journey. So you never know what little hiccup you're going to come across in life that will lead you to your purpose and your calling. Went to the hospital. Nothing was broken. And thank goodness she took me to the chiropractor. And I happened to know the chiropractor because I taught his kids bowling lessons. And um, and all from that moment on, I don't remember anything about the traditional chiropractic experience about the adjustment, but I do remember how they made me feel. And you know, Maya Angelou has that quote about um, I don't can't quote it exactly, but how pe people don't uh, it's not what you really know is how you make people feel. And um, so I, that started my my fascination with uh, whole person health. And um, not because of the chiropractic piece of the mechanical part, because of the heart piece. And I truly believe that if people would heal their heart, they would heal their body. And it's really hard to make choices to eat the right food, to attract the right friends, to get out and move, get the right sleep when you really, truly don't love yourself. So that was my first experience at the age of 15. I got lucky enough to end up working for Dr. John Lakin and his wife, Carol Lakin, and they became truly my, my extra parents, I call them my third parents. It's taken a lot of, a lot of people to raise this kid here. And, um, Ron, and, um, Carol and doc 
just amazing souls. And they started pouring hope into me. And I was um, one of those students, Lauren, that uh, had no science classes except for the one required in ninth grade. And so here I get out of high school and I, my, my, my passion also is really numbers. I actually love the business side of, of life and, and my undergrad degrees in accounting because my chemistry teacher, Dr. John Usera, said to me that I would not be a chiropractor because of not really having that kind of mindset. So here I am, uh, you know, hard to believe almost 40 years later. And um, through the circle of life of being um, attracted to or attracting to me, the next person that was going to help me along the journey. So I met Dr. Yenny in chiropractic college. He was one of the speakers on one of our Wisdom Wednesdays. And um, I started really I actually kind of started stalking him a little bit and his assistant, Pat, and begged them to let me work for them. And they did eventually after multiple tries, I said, I'll do it for free. I wanted to be around what he had because he also taught the whole acupuncture philosophy. So Dr. Lakin led me to chiropractic college eventually. And then I met Dr. Richard Yenny, who led me to this whole person health model that I've uh, really spent my career building. And um, and I've been in Kansas City. At, at, I moved to Kansas City to go to chiropractic school just about gosh, how many years ago, 20, uh, 38 years ago to go to chiropractic school. And it's been a phenomenal ride. So that's kind of really high level. Um, feel free to take it from there. Well, so, so you're, you're talking at the high level, but you you actually said a lot of really, really interesting things that I want to drill down on a little bit. So, so the first thing that I want to ask you about, um, so you talked a little bit about how in your early, early days, when you were just kind of coming to this realization of the importance of, of wellness and, you know, your, your own personal experience, you talked about people who poured hope into you. And I wanted to ask, you know, what did that look like and what did that feel like? You know, it, it, it feels like it feels like um, you're being wrapped in a warm blanket it feels like uh, someone is hugging you with their words, with their actions. Uh, it sounds like encouragement. You know, one of the words I like to share with my clients, I've been fortunate enough, I have some clients I've been serving uh, since chiropractic college. It's just, it's just such, I get chills telling you this, Lauren. It's such an amazing journey when people allow you into their life and um, to guide them. And it is an awesome responsibility that I don't take very lightly, but it's just, it's just the, it's the words. It's, it's the taking the extra moment to reach out and call somebody. It's taking an extra moment to send a card. You know, I'm sorry you lost your dog. I'm sorry you lost your parent. It's just truly about caring about people. Um, but it feels like somebody's just giving you a big old hug and they're not even in the room with you. Yeah, well, well, I love that. And I, I almost feel like, you know, you had people in your life who were supporting you and uplifting you, but then maybe that prepared you a little bit for, it sounds like you, you had an individual in your life who, who said you weren't going to be a chiropractor. And I just, first of all, I just kind of laugh at that because I mean, I've, I've actually been adjusted by you and I've experienced the very calming and um, very just when you walk into your wellness connection, you know, Michelle, you feel, you feel good. You know, you feel enveloped in wellness. You've culti cultivated this very um, relaxing environment. And then you go and you get an adjustment. And I have to tell you, like, for me, I actually came to you when I was experiencing some pretty severe 
pain. I think I had a, a, a rib out or something like that. And like the adjustment that you gave me was transformative to my life. Like I had been having difficulty straightening my shoulders and I had been having difficulty standing up, you know, erect. And in, in just even just that one visit, you know, you were able to completely change the way my body was aligned. And, and I mean, it was just a very powerful moment for me. So, so thank you for that. But, you know, you, I, I'm laughing as I hear that somebody told you you weren't going to be a chiropractor because clearly it's something that you were born to do. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. And, that, and that's what's so important is, is we let one person get into our head. And, um, and I want to tell you at that moment, I did change my major. It was my, it was before my freshman year in college. I, I'm, my father died when I was young and he was military. And so in order for me to get my benefits, I had to be in in school. So I was in summer school between my, uh, fresh, my senior year in high school and my freshman year in college. And and that's kind of when that happened. And so, you know, it, it, it's part of the journey and, and you can't let one person, and, and here's here's what's so cool. Your purpose and your calling in your life is so much bigger than one person. Um, I I would I would hug Dr. John Usera right now. I actually got to see his daughter. They they're not from here, but she was driving through Kansas City, and I got fortunate enough to see her because she was in crisis. Um, so I said, "Tell your dad I'm doing just fine." But but you know what? It, it actually can light the fire. But I, I went and got my business degree, which has also been great for my professional career. And so I would say just there's not one person, there's not 50 people, there's not 50 circumstances that can get the way of their calling that, that I believe God has put in each of our hearts. And I'm so fortunate that I'm living that out day in, day out. And I'm getting to share with, with you today. How cool is that? It, it's so cool. And I, and I think I, I do want to call this out because I think one of the things that most impresses me about you is your, your presence. Um, so you meet with you in person and you're very, I would say calming almost like you just have a very tranquil kind of demeanor. Um, certainly like you're clearly a woman who knows how to get stuff done because uh, you just do so much. And, and, you know, even just talking to you, like you're, you're very almost logical, I, I would say, but you're also very calming. And, and one of the things that I just love, so your social media presence, I follow you on LinkedIn and you have been posting, um, and I and I don't remember what you call them, so you'll have to remind me. But kind of these daily affirmations, and you've been doing it for a while. Um, and so I'm just curious, what I, I've always kind of wanted to ask you, like, why did you feel called to do that, and what what uh, what inspires you? Uh, well, that's a couple different questions, but I'll take I'll take the question about the quotes, and so. Uh, I really am a little bit of a date nerd. I'm probably a little bit on the spectrum if I'm really honest with myself. But um, when I turn 50, um, I always, my, my mind doesn't stop. As you probably get that. It's a good thing I don't have 50,000 biological children. I'd be in trouble or even one. But um, <laughs> my mind thinks about dates. And so when I was getting ready to turn 50, I'm, I'm 54 right now. That gives you some history in that. But I started thinking, okay, what could I do to celebrate this, this time? And so I counted back 50 days and I started posting 50 quotes that inspired my first 50 years. You know, Lauren, like all of us, we have had, I I don't believe there's anybody that's not had some type of trauma. Okay. There's a few leave it to beaver people, but I have had the privilege of interviewing thousands of people 
um, about their well-being. And I love to ask the question, what's the um, what's the most tragic thing that's happened in your life? And then, of course, ask right after that, what's the best thing that's happened in your life to get people out of that framework and not leave them stuck in that dungeon? But um, so I started posting quotes that really, truly inspired me. And I wrote what the quote meant to me and, and how, like, here's one. And I said this, I was doing a healing session this morning with one of my fabulous healer friends. And as I was doing my 30 minute meditation while they were doing their session, um, by the way, the tele, uh, virtual, uh, not, we weren't virtual. I was, he was doing his thing and I was just chilling out, but I was saying one of these prayers, it's called the prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds me. The love of God enfolds me. The power of God protects me. The presence of God watches over me wherever I am. God is. And so that I've said that prayer and, and I'm not exaggerating and um, somewhere between a hundred thousand and a million times in my career. Okay. In my own moments of despair, because I've had my moments where I think, holy sugar, how am I going to, how am I going to make the next adjustment? How am I going to show up the next day? Um, Am I the five letter F word fraud? And so um, I did a countdown of 50 quotes that inspired my first 50 years. And afterwards people said, oh my gosh, you should make that into a deck of cards. It happened to be that the next year, um, almost exactly a year later was my, my 25th year anniversary. And so I took those quotes and I've got a great behind the scenes guy, Dr. Zachary Cole and Zach, we, and we took photos of my travels that my partner Crystal had taken. And we put those together and we made a quote deck and we gave those out at my launch party for my 25th season. I call it seasons. And so, um, and then all of a sudden people loved him and it's hard to believe I've got seven books um, and it's my number one selling product. I'm happy to say that as of today, we have just, we just gave, uh, just sold 5,000 decks to a phenomenal school district locally. So you take 52 times 5,000, that's 250,000 impressions that will be out in the world starting tomorrow when those teachers go back to school, where they'll be able to share words of hope and affirmation. So, um, so we did the first deck and then the next year, somebody asked me for some heart quotes and then I thought, you know what? I think I'll do another deck. And so that we call that the red deck and that it went out um, on um, Valentine's Day month, heart month. And um, it went with a saying like this, roses are red, violets are blue. I'm so glad I get to take the journey with you. And we gave those to our clients and um, some of our uh, VIPs in the community that have been very supportive of our message who aren't clients who are just supportive of the message. And then oddly enough, um, Lauren, this year, um, I was thinking about another deck and uh, last year in the year of 2019, I decided I'd post a quote a day. I'm a little ADD. I told you a little probably Asperger's, but also a little ADD. And for me to do something every day and, and I post the quotes, no one on my team posts the quotes. My, I have a phenomenal team. They do some other things. But as far as the quote posting, that is all this person right here doing that, thinking about where am I at today? And um, we took the top quotes from 2019 that I posted and we co-collaborated our audience doesn't know always always know this we co-collaborated we took the top uh 48 quotes and I added in some quotes around luck because that day deck came out around St. Patrick's Day and um and that was really about luck and luck's like a four-leaf clover and um so I feel so lucky to be on the journey I've been on. So that's, that's the story of the decks of quote, we'll have a new deck next year and it'll probably come out in April and we're going to probably name it the COVID deck. <laughs> so that's kind of uh, the story of the quotes, but they help me. And I'm actually looking at a quote right now, because I've got a quote deck on my computer here. And um, I just pulled a quote out of, out of the randomly. It says you teach people how to treat you by what you allow, what you stop and what you reinforce. And, and I think that's um, really how you start to really clean up your tribe.
Awesome. I I just I I love those, and I, I very much look forward to to seeing your presence. And you know, anytime we have a conversation, I just I love how integrated you seem to be, both from a mental health standpoint, physical health standpoint, like you really do address the whole person and you, you practice what you preach. Like it's clear that you live these ideals. So, so one thing, and and this is, we're going to talk a little bit about the mechanics of what you do a little later and maybe some of your other projects. So, so Dr. Robin, I, I have to ask you this. I've always wanted to ask you this, but what's French fry Friday all about? Well, French fry Friday is about, um, you know, realizing that no one's perfect. And so how do we uh, live our life as whole as possible, realizing you're going to have moments. And one of my vices is French fries. I love French fries, not the thick kind, the skinny kind, just so you know. And um, typically on Friday, and, and if you know, start to understanding the chemistry of the body, what happens typically for most people is they, especially uh, women, you're running dead stop really Monday morning from the minute you stop, start until Friday, maybe four or five or six, whatever time you get done. And your adrenals actually take a little bit of hit. So Friday evenings um, are really fun. And my friends, we always laugh about French fry Friday because, you know, there goes words again, right? Friday goes with French fries. So um, I just have to let you know, sometimes I have them on uh, Sundays and Saturdays and, and Wednesdays too. But but my friends, we all joke about having French fries on Friday. So for me, it's really about how do you teach people not to not to have a fraud experience. And, and when I was 31 years old, I had this phenomenal practice, but I was dead inside. And I was actually thinking about how do I check out of the planet? Because, you know, I grew up without um, much. I grew up kind of in poverty, uh, three stepfathers by the time I was 17, uh, sexually violated. And here I was living this life that I thought I didn't deserve. And so I went to do this process called the Hoffman process. And, and the Hoffman process at that time was an eight day experience where you went in and you kind of went through this process of really kind of um, finding your own magical, uh, magnificent, magnificent self where you kind of fall in love with who you were created to be. And I think about it kind of like cleaning out your cupboards. If, if I was going to go clean my cupboards out now, especially in my OCD mode, I take everything out of it, put it all in the middle of the kitchen floor probably. And then I start to look at it. Do I, um, is this, is this expired? Um, Am I, um, do I have Tupperware down there when I'm not using plastic? Do I um, not even like this dish? Maybe it has bad memories, whatever the case may be. And then the Hoffman process did that for me. It helped me take outside of me, not good enough. Who do you think you are? All those feelings of unworthiness. And, you know, did I make my mother sick? She used to say to me when I was a kid, you know, I was skinny until I had you and things like that. And so all those things I was able to pull outside of my heart and then they help you put new things back in. And I think that's one thing we're missing in today's times. We're not shown what a healthy relationship looks like a lot of times. And so we have to kind of start to guess that. So through the Hoffman process work and through the last, the work I've done the last 23 years, I've been able to really find some peace in my soul. And when you find peace, then you just realize, you know, it's not a hundred percent. There's not all or none. And so French Fry Fridays is about honoring. It's not all or none in that if I have some French fries or I have some chocolate, it's not like I'm going to uh, drizzle up like the then to a water puddle. I'm still going to survive and thrive through life. Yeah, you know, a few French fries is not the end of the world. Well, so I, I have to tell you my first impression of you, because I think the maybe this was the first time we met in person and actually had the opportunity to talk, but it was at a... Um, kind of a, a, a celebration party for Courtney Thomas when she uh, went on to her new her new job. 
and you you told me about French Fry Fridays and you had your big your order of French fries at this place that we were at. And I just remember thinking, like, what a a fun and appropriate way to indulge a little bit and to, you know, to mark out just a little bit of fun for yourself. Like I, I just really, really thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, so thank you for sharing that with us. And thank you for sharing, you know those pieces of your journey, like it's not easy to be vulnerable and it sounds like you've overcome a lot. Um, and I'm just, I'm really, really glad that you, um, that you're here and that you have the tools available to you. Um, clearly you have crafted a, a beautiful life for yourself. And I, I just find that so impressive. So thank you for, for sharing that. Um, so, so let's talk a little bit about, what you do, how your work manifests. So, so one of the things that I, I, I really enjoy about you is that I feel like your work aligns with your values really, really well. And so talk to us about your work and how, what that means for you as, as a woman and leader and, um, you know, a chiropractor and a wellness practitioner. Um, how do you integrate your value system with what you do? Well, I've never been asked that question. Um, oh, I have to really go into my heart for this answer. Let me let me just do a dive into my heart and see what comes out here. Absolutely. You know, my probably number one value is um, is kindness, and um, so many people have shown kindness to me through this journey. Even going back to a young person, I actually talk about this in my my second book, The E Factor: Engage, Energize, Enrich, Enrich Three Steps to Vibrant Health. And and what I believe is that people want to have most people want to have good health. They just aren't clear how to get there. And and in this book, The E Factor, I talk about it. And I'm happy to to uh, share the E version with any of your listeners that would like to go on this journey. But it's really about getting engaged. And so. How do you get engaged in the journey? One is you got to think you got to you got to think about what is your purpose and kind of what's your calling and what are you here to do and and I believe that sometimes we have trouble hearing that because we have such noise in our head from the committee and so I like to I like to guide people to think about kind of what are, what are you here to do on, on this planet and the second part of engage is. Um, is, is what's your why? Why is it? And I would tell you if I was, um, you know, 10 years ago and my friend Jill Tupper helped me really change this tape. But when people said, why do you do what you do? I'm like, you know, cause I don't want to be like my mother. And then I realized that my soul picked my mother. So I would be doing this journey. So, you know, my mother's actually got a lot of gifts and, um, I, I truly believe it's what was, what I'm called to do. And, and one of my brothers, it's funny, the quote on my app today, the five minute journal, which is where I set the intention to have a, a great podcast with you today, today, but the, it was about destiny. And one of my, I have three older brothers and, and one of them said to me, you know, you should have a license plate. This is destiny because you're destined to do some great things. And, and what, what about some believing eyes from your brother? And he told me that when I was in chiropractic college, so I was in my early twenties and I, it gets emotional sharing that with you. I need to, I need to say thank you to him today, but, but what's your why? And, and um, when you know the why, it's much easier to comply, kind of like drinking water. Do you want to be a grape or do you want to be a raisin? And you want to drink water because you want to be a grape. As you as you age, you want to have great skin. Um, it's, it's, you don't want to have great skin on the outside, but you don't have great 
uh, organs on the inside in a healthy brain that's more of a grape than shriveled up. And so once you know the why, then, then how do you get there? What's the plan? It's kind of like starting a podcast or starting a business. Kind of what's the plan of, of why you're starting it and, and where you're going and then how you're going to get to. That's kind of the meat of the book. Um, but there's so much noise in today's time about what to do to be well. And that's a whole nother podcast, but you got to have a plan. And then, then the fourth part of Engage is, is who's your tribe? And, and you've created a great tribe through Innovate Her. And I'm, I'm, I've been, it's been fun. You mentioned having, uh, getting to a chance to meet you. And I was so fun to, to watch what you've done in such a short period of time about celebrating women, which is one of my key values is celebrating each other. And so once you get engaged in life and in the journey or in your business, whatever you're doing, it gives you energy and you get energy through the people you're around, through the fuel you're putting in your body, through, I've got a plant sitting here by me, by the plants in our lives. Um, and then you get energy and you realize everything is energy. And the next part is how do you enrich? So I'm really um, figuring out how do I enrich because so many people have poured into me. So that is a long answer. But um, for me, it's really helping people find their path. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the, the question warranted a comprehensive answer. And that's what you just gave. So that's that's fantastic. Um, now, I, I want to talk a little bit about the specifics of what you do, because um I just I think you do a fantastic job at what you do, but I know that there are some leaders out there who would love to hear your process. So let's imagine that you have a new client um, coming to you. What does your process look like for creating a wellness plan and working with that client to bring them to that fully integrated sense of mental well-being, physical well-being, spiritual well-being? Well, first of all, it's my intention. And my intention is when I meet somebody, I'm going to be in an LTR, a lifetime relationship. And that lifetime relationship, um, I, the more I know about you on the front end, the better I'm going to be able to guide you during that time. And I have to tell you, everybody doesn't want a wellness plan. I had, uh, I had a couple new people yesterday, um, a couple new guys. And they kind of were more in crisis. And so even though I may go through a similar process, it may look a little bit different because right now I'm just kind of solving a need for maybe the next week or two weeks. And so part of it is really understanding your audience and also realizing that um, what you're selling, you're really selling probably two or three different things. And you want to you want to know which person is going to be buying what um, so that you could build that relationship without also offending them. And I want to tell you that's, I've had to learn because, you know, through the years you've got, you're just so passionate about what you do. You want people to get it and they may not be able to hear where you're at, but if you drip a little bit, they'll at least have enough trust and faith in you to come back again. And then they get the next piece. What I found through my career, Lauren, and you probably find this too, is that it takes people two or three times and my, I'm going to call it two or three crises before they say, you know what? I really want to look at my body as a whole person health. And so I also honor that in people knowing that, um, especially chiropractors, we don't have the best reputation, you know, you know, you go three times a week, the rest of your life. And, and, uh, first of all, that, you know, sometimes people need three times a week and if you need it, I'm going to give it to you, but also too, because of how blessed I've been, there's no possible way I could give that type of care to people. I just don't have, um, the time nor the space in my schedule to see all that many visits. Um, so if you need that care, I may get my partners to help. And some people do need that initially, 
for a week or two, especially after a car accident or a concussion or some type of other trauma. So the process looks like this. This is, I think about it from a whole person health perspective. We call it the quadrants of well-being, mechanical, chemical, energetical, psycho-spiritual. Yes, energetical is not a word. I made it worse. Mechanical, chemical, energetical, <laughs> psycho-spiritual. I love that. <laughs> But think about it like a business. So if you are my business consultant, you're going to come and you're going to ask me about my operations. You're going to ask me about my marketing. You're going to ask me about my finance. You're going to ask me about my leadership. So to me, the body is this most amazing business. And you want to get the best ROI you can get. And for me, the ROI I want to have is I I want to, and I think Irma Bombeck says, I kind of want to slide right in and be checking out. I, I really don't want to make any stops at any any dementia facilities or any hospitals. I just want to say, okay, I'm going to take my last breath and feel that peace in my heart and know that I've done my best, my best life here. And so um, that's what we, I think a lot of people want to end up that way. I don't want to be spending my money on uh, healthcare and things like that through this time period at, at the end of my life. And I'm over half my life now. And so um, how do I, how do I do that? So mechanical, chemical, energetical, psycho-spiritual. So when I'm doing a, a consultation, I'm learning more about your business. What I'm doing is I'm, your body is I'm learning about your business. I, I go mechanically. Okay. What, what kind of trauma you've been through? I think people believe they bend over and all of a sudden their back goes out or they wake up one day and they're all of a sudden their hands numb. And it's not typically one day. It's kind of like business. It, it kind of has added up like with COVID right now, you know, it is, it is very fascinating times. And some people would say frustrating times that we're in. Um, and I believe that some business that were really on the, on the edge, this maybe pushed them over the edge to either get all in or get all out. And so the same is true with our health. And we've got to look at it from this whole perspective. So you got mechanical, what's your body been through? Car accidents, um, sporting injuries, uh, broken bones, surgeries. And then you got chemistry. What have you? Have you taken a lot of antibiotics? Have you eaten a lot of sugar? Do you have leaky gut? Do you have leaky brain? Energetically, have you, do you live in a home you don't love? Or uh, psycho-spiritually, have you really cleaned out your cupboards? Do you have an essence of who you are and what you're here to do? And that's the, that's the approach I love to use. Uh, I love teaching. I love bringing people along. And I just truly love loving people. Well, yeah. And so you have outlined this theory, the, the mechanical, chemical, energetical, which I love that word, by the way, uh, in spiritual. You, you've outlined this in, in at least one of your books, right? Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, in the book, The E-Factor. So my first book is called Wellness on, a, Wellness on a Shoestring, Seven Habits for Healthy Life. It came out in 2010. And as I was around the country speaking on that book, I thought, why aren't people doing these seven habits? You know, you've got to rest, rejuvenate, reflect. You got to reflect. Let's see, how what's the three orders? I just forgot. Rest, reflect, rejuvenate. Then you've got to breathe. You've got to move it or lose it. You've got to free your space, mind, body, spirit. You've got to go for the greens, um, eat essential fatty acids, and, and get plenty of vitamin D. And you had a drink to your health. And that does not mean alcoholic drinks hydrate because people don't hydrate. And so that was my first book. And I thought, this is really pretty simple. Why aren't people doing this? And so I came out with my second book, The E-Factor, Engage, Energize, and Rich. And in that first part, the, the, the big bulk of the book on the engage section, we, in the plan, we talk about people looking at it from a whole person health perspective. Um, since then, we've coined the word uh, quadrants of well-being. And that's what it's all about. And we also have a website, Small Changes, Big Shifts, where we have uh, for my 25th year, my 25th year or 25th season, we interviewed about uh, 50 leaders and we hit all those quadrants. And so all those videos are up on YouTube as well. 
Love it. Well, so so thank you for for pointing us to those resources. Uh, you mentioned something that I want to delve a little bit more deeply on. You said big shifts, and you know what that invites me to to ask you about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk, talk to us about your foundation. Well, when I when you think about life, it, to me it's kind of that hierarchy, but. At the pinnacle, you know, what I'm here to do is, is really one thing. My job here is to make generational change to five to 30-year-olds through whole person health. So when people call me and ask me to do something, I'm thinking about, is it going to help the kids? And um, how do we help people live more whole? So when you go back to my journey, and you've heard a little bit of it, because someone cared about me at the age of 15, and I've had people before that, and I can see that now, but it was pivotal at the age of 15 when Dr. John and his wife, Carol Lakin, came into my life and they started pouring different thoughts in my heart. They were my first truly self-help gurus. They started just preaching to me, um, not preaching like spiritual, not like religion, but kind of just, you know, Michelle, you can be more than you think you could be. And just helping me really think about the words and how they matter and started getting me to read little books like um, Think and Grow Rich. Uh, by by um, Napoleon Hill and started me on this that whole journey, so that was powerful, and and that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to let people know and kids know that there's hope because I think the number one thing we're struggling with right now is anxiety, um, and cert- uncertainty gives us anxiety. We're talking about going back to school right now, and and I was having this conversation. My partner's a psychotherapist. We were actually having this conversation before the show today, talking about. Um, kids going back to college and then are they going to stay? Are they going to go? And what's going to happen? Um, I believe people are just, they're just anxiety. People have a lot of anxiety and um, anxiety is when you're living in the the future and guilt when you're living in the past. So I'm going to encourage everybody, take a deep breath and live in the now. And I have a post-it right here on my computer. And it says to me, are you okay in this moment? Are you okay in this moment? And so for me, I, I really am dedicating the rest of my life to how do we help kids five to 30? That's a big range. You may say, what's five to 30? Well, you know, you start getting a lot of your beliefs at that young age, but really the magic really is between about 18 and 30, where people can start to take control of their own well-being. And so um, we have something called the Big Shift Foundation, and you're going to hear more about it over the next uh, couple of years. We're actually getting ready to launch a program with Awesome Ambitions, and we actually have something very, very cool that we're launching. We're going to do 10 scholarships by October 15th for um, for Black Americans because of some of the health disparity. So I am I'm jazzed about it. As you can tell, it just totally shifted me from possibly being in my gut talking to you to my heart space. I, I love that. And I, I remember, I think I went to an event for the Big Shifts Foundation. And I got to tell you, the the energy in that room was just, it was palpable. And I loved being a part of of the message that you're you're putting out there into the world. So, so just want to thank you for doing that work. Um, so one of the things that that I like to do for Startup Hustle for our, our audience is kind of relate it back to entrepreneurship. Clearly, you're an entrepreneur in addition to a wellness practitioner. Um, but why do you think fully integrated health and wellness is so important to the entrepreneurial community? Well, I, I, it's probably two or three reasons. First reason is it's, it's you've got to be more whole to be a great, effective leader. Um, 
we, we've we've got to come from this whole perspective instead of it's you against me and and it's this business. And what I love about this Kansas City is I love that we're seeing people come together through this COVID times where you got leaders like Tyler Knottberg and, and John Sherman and even Patrick Mahomes coming together and say, you know what, we need to buy masks. We need to put um, devices into the police cars, the cameras. And that that is not... Um, us raising money to that's that's community leaders saying I'm in and we have to realize that what reason we have business is really for our kids and so that we can make generational change and so um oh gosh I we're, we're no one no one's an island no one goes alone at the end of our lives I know they were say gosh look at all my toys hopefully we're saying look at all the lives I've impacted and look at all the souls that I've made a difference in and that's what business is about, is how do we transform uh, people's lives? And whether we're selling, selling widgets or we're delivering a service, how do we help people live more holy? And not H-O-L-Y, but W-H-O-L-L-Y, how more holistic. Yeah. Well, so, so I love that. And I know, and, and you've touched on this a little bit, um, kind of in you know, around the topic, but one of the, th- the, the final question that I'm going to ask you, and it's the, it's not really a silly question at this point, but um, I just, I really would like to hear your answer, answer, because I know that you, you serve as a mentor to others out in the community and you serve as an example. And, and what I want to ask you for your, your fun question is if you could be mentored by anybody, who, who would you want to have in your corner? Wow. Oh, I gave you a number for the fun question. Yeah, yeah. I would say this is probably a cliche. Um, somebody um, deceased, I'd pick Mother Teresa uh, because she wow. could walk into a room and people could heal. You know, if you think about walking down a street or walking into a group, and they talk about this in the Power Versus Force book by uh, Dr. Hawkins, is that is that she walked into an area and people healed. Can you imagine being able to walk into a room and just by your presence that people were able to heal? And the other person, um, you know, probably would, and this is this is going to sound crazy, is Oprah. I, I, I got a chance to go see Oprah right before COVID, actually, right before lockdown. And um, talk about somebody who's transformed her life and changed, changed the world. Um, but I believe, and she's funny. Um, she doesn't, she admits to drinking tequila and, and she's, she's just, she's just fun, but she's also making a difference. And, um, I would say that's who I had picked living in mother Teresa, who is deceased. Okay. Well, well, I love both of those answers and I feel like they are both very reflective of who you are as a woman and a wellness practitioner and a leader. And so, so I, I love that. Uh, you know, Dr. Michelle Robin, thank you so much for being here with us today on the Start a Puzzle podcast. Um, it has been, it's been a true pleasure and I knew it would be. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. And once again, I want to shine the light back on you and thank you for celebrating women, not just in this community, but around the country. Um, you truly, it's, it's so fun to watch um, young people. I'm air quoting that, Erin. Young people uh, thrive and come into their own and, um, I'm championing you and cheering you on. 
Well, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. I can't tell you how much the Innovate Her KC community appreci- appreciates it. Um, you know, I think we all kind of look to you as an example of what we can be and what we should be. Um, but yeah, again, just thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. I want to remind our listeners, once again, today's episode of Startup Hustle was sponsored by Fullscale.io. And uh, take a look, try to find us on Instagram. You can find us at Startup Hustle Podcast or check out our YouTube channel. Thanks so much for listening and we will catch you again soon. Startup Hustle is brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time. Like we do it like